welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new author podcast. I am your host, Jerry Evanoff. Today is episode, no, today is April 12th, 2020. This is episode 72, and I am here with the warden, as I'm calling her now, uh, my co-host on this podcast, Lindsay Evanoff. Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm actually not the warden. Oh, you're not? I'm No. Oh, uh, the warden is the coronavirus. The warden is what keeps him locked away? Yes. And what are you? It's the warden's fault. So what are you? Um, I, I consider myself more the gopher. The gopher. Yeah, okay. I'm the gopher. I, I affectionately refer to Kean as the squatter. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but warden Corona is keeping, and, and I've given the prisoner a number. Uh, the oh. prisoner's number is 8675309. Clever. Yeah, I don't know if you saw my Facebook that, post from last night. I didn't. Does that reference something? What am I what am I missing here? Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? Gotcha. No, I was just kidding. I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Yeah. Um, that's nice. I'm sure he likes that. I haven't seen your Facebook post yet about that. Was it today? It was last night. Um, oh. I try to post it between seven o'clock and eight o'clock at night. Um, it's on my personal page. Okay. Um, not my author. Page. I suppose I could put them on my author page, but, um, last night's, so Anna, my neighbor, Anna, who we've been hanging out with, um, they're quarantining kind of with us in two different houses. She makes salmon. I- I'm not a fit. Like I'll eat tuna fish. If it's like soupy mayonnaise, tuna fish. Um, I'm not a fish person, but she makes this salmon that I just devour. It is so good. So last night's post says, um, eight days down, six to go. Anna baked the most delicious salmon filet for our prisoner. We added zucchini, leftover roasted potatoes, and of course a cookie, because every day I give him a cookie. Some of his friends are a little perturbed that I only give him one cookie, but really that's all he wants. Uh, prisoner 8675309 is still fever-free and feeling good. The gopher and squatter anxiously await his release. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fun. All right, so... On that note, I'm going to jump into my stats. Um, hold on, I'm typing something to you right now. Okay. Um, so currently, I am up 2,389 words from last week. Um, I'm at 52,264, which is nice. Uh, I'm kind of gaining back those words that I lost when I deleted the chapters that don't matter. Um, so I'm feeling good about that. Mailer Light, I'm actually up 17 subscribers from last week. I'm, I'm up to 421, which is pretty good considering two of my promos ended two weeks ago. I'm only running one right now and I'm gaining, gaining um, followers. But again, as I've been saying, it's Book Funnel and I love Book Funnel. And if anybody out there who's brand new was to ask me, you know, what service should I pay for? Obviously, I would say pay for an editor and pay for a book cover. But any, any other service that you should pay for, I would say you pay for BookFunnel. As soon as you have the ability to send out a free, uh, a freebie to start gaining mailing list people, you have to do it. I mean, I was at, man, I think I was at 99 people uh, at some point in November before I published my novella. The minute I put my novella out there, 
I started putting it into these promos and I'm now, I'm up, like I said, 421. My goal is 500 subscribers before book two comes out. So really, really happy about that. Uh, how's, um, how's your book looking? Um, good. I have a question. Is book funnel the one that you got me for Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I need to, as, as soon as I get this book out, I need to get that done. I need to get on there. Need to yeah, get they, some... were, they, they were really nice about it. I emailed book funnel and said, Hey, I want to do this. I want to get this for her for Christmas. I said, it's $150 for the year, but um, the self-publishing formula, I bought the 101 course and I bought the Amazon ads. I've already used the promo code for myself. Can I use it for this one since I'm paying for it? And they were like, yeah, you're the best brother in the world. No problem. It's <laughs> like, well, yeah, I already knew that. But so it was very nice of them to let me in. It took a bunch of money off the amount of it for the year. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so my draft three is still at 87,365. I was not able to finish chapter 30 this week. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, mom finished chapters 22, 23, and 24. She's about halfway done with chapter 25. Um, she'll probably finish that up tomorrow, I'm guessing. She doesn't usually do a whole lot with my book on the weekends. Um, I still have 117 active subscribers, eight unconfirmed, and unsubscribed. So there have been no changes there. Um, and so that's kind of where I am on my stats. It was, it was kind of a stressful week. Um, so Monday I didn't have any classes, which was nice. I got to sleep in a little bit. I did work on chapter 30 a little bit. Um, but I, Kian had so much schoolwork and I was trying to make kind of a lesson plan. And, you know, it was the first week of actual, like teachers give assignments that have to be turned in by specific dates. So of course I made a spreadsheet with like this little lesson plan um, so that I could keep track of what assignments were due when. And then um, starting this week, he's going to have a zoom call with all of these. He has different teachers. So he's going to have a zoom call with different teachers on different days. And it's just, it was just a really stressful week. Um, anyway, I, I made sure that Jeremy was comfortable and you know, he was quarantined in his little prison. Um, Every day last week, either Anna and her kids would come here or Kian and I would go over there, um, but we would be cooking dinner every day and then I'll make a plate for Jeremy. And then when I get home, like between 7, 7.30, um, I'll take the plate up and leave it outside his door for him. I mean, those are the pictures that I'm posting on Facebook. A couple of days uh, last week, he wanted eggs and toast for lunch. So I made him like five eggs and some toast and I think I need to get a chicken. Uh, that's a lot of eggs. A live chicken? Yeah. The one that will produce the eggs. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to have them here though. No. But I don't think my neighbors would like it either. Anyway, uh, Tuesday I had one class at 4 a.m. Got up at 3.30. I was ready to, to teach at 4. The student never showed up. So at 4.25 I went back to bed. Um, I worked on the diamond painting a little bit still a lot of schoolwork with Kian. It was just the schoolwork is really frustrating last week and I'm hoping this week it'll be better. Um, I tried to do a little bit of chapter 30, but I, I just couldn't focus. I couldn't get my head in it. Um, Wednesday I taught one class. Uh, I watched Anna's kids. She had to take her dog to the vet. He has double ear infection and um, it's kind of affecting other things. And he was a sick little puppy. Um, but I did schoolwork in the afternoon. I didn't do any writing. 
Thursday, I taught two classes, schoolwork with Kean. I tried to work again on chapter 30. I don't really know what my block is on chapter 30. It's the last chapter in the book. Um, I don't know if I'm afraid that I'll finish the book and then when people read it, they're going to be like, that's it. Or like, what if they enjoy the whole book until the last chapter? I don't know. There's something going on in my brain. I need to get chapter 30 finished and get it to mom because she's nearly caught up with me. Um, and then let's see here. That was Thursday. Oh, on Thursday, Anna and I, in the afternoon, we colored each other's hair. So we go to the same hair salon. We have different stylists. Um, my stylist, Kate, he owns the place. And um, people were kind of freaking out when they had to shut down. Like, like now what are we going to do? And so they, uh, Kate and his husband is the co-owner. They mix the colors and put them in these little plastic containers and they put a bowl and the little brush and gloves and the, the plastic hair cover thing and instructions so that we could take the quality color that they use home and we could do our hair. So I did Anna's hair and then she did mine and I think it turned out okay. Um, it's kind of dirty right now because I haven't washed it since we've colored it, but I think it's okay. Okay. Um, yeah, her hair looks really good too. So yay us. Um, Friday, I stared at page three of chapter 30 for about three hours. Ugh. I'm not sure I changed any words. Oh, I just, no. yeah, it was, it was rough that morning. Yeah. Um, I did schoolwork with Kean. Um, yeah. And just kept, you know, this is why I call myself the gopher. And Jeremy is not a needy kind of person. And I've set up the room well for him, I think. Um, but occasionally he'll be like, hey, I need coffee creamer or like, I don't know, paper towels or whatever. Um, so I, and when I wake up in the morning, I always text him, hey, do you need anything? Did you run out of anything? Or like um, one day last week, I hard boiled about eight eggs and I put them outside his door for him so that he could have some hard boiled eggs. And I like peeled them and, and everything. Uh, yesterday I had cut up some strawberries. So I put some strawberries and blueberries in a little container and put them outside his door. So I've just been trying to keep him comfortable. He's locked up in that room. So, uh, Saturday I slept in and when I say I slept in. I mean, I slept in, I didn't roll out of bed until 1030. Wow. Um, now I didn't go to bed until about two and then Kian woke me up at about every 45 minutes until about 830. Um, so I was tired. So then, um, we got up and we went over to Anna's and, um, okay. So I take my dog, not my, just one dog, um, to this, this vet. Um, the name of the place is Critter Fixer. Um, and they have a, a TV show on Nat Geo Wild. Um, it's called Critter Fixer Country Vets. And, um, it's on right now it's on Hulu live. Uh, and then I think in June it's going to be on the Disney plus. I'm pretty sure. They just film um, there. They film there. They filmed it at critter fixer where I take my dog. I mean like they show this oxygen chamber where Oz spent a little while last October when he was sick. Um, I recognize all the people, um, you know, Dr. Hodges is the vet, my vet. So there's two 
there's two vets on it. There's a tall guy and a short guy. Dr. Hodges is a short guy. He's my vet. Um, but Tammy and Michaela, they answer the phones and kind of run around and do things. And they were there. And um, Richard, he did Oz's um, laser treatments and he's there. And so um, it was pretty fun to watch. So I went to Anna's yesterday and we watched a couple episodes of um, that show on Hulu. And then we had the salmon dinner. And then all of a sudden the day was gone. And I think it was because I didn't get out of bed until 1030. Yeah. Yesterday went really fast. Yeah. Um, today podcast, I was going to do laundry, but I think I'm going to wait till tomorrow. Um, I'm going to try to work on chapter 30. It's my goal. We'll see. I'm going to go to Anna's. We're going to color eggs with the kids because we didn't have time to do it before Easter. Um, happy Easter, everyone, by the oh, way. Yeah. I, I should have said um, that in the intro. I forgot. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's my day. Again, always just makes me tired. Always just makes me tired listening to you talk about your days because it's mine is just boring. I don't, mine are repetitive. I feel like if I wasn't parenting, mine would be more repetitive. Um, but trying to keep humans alive takes a yeah. lot of energy. And I now, not only that, but keeping them alive plus educating them. I mean, yeah, I couldn't imagine kudos to teachers this yeah. this teaching is not for me i can teach chinese kids but i do not want to teach key in anything <laughs> yeah yeah uh mine was basically i i worked from home all week again um speaking of your just to get a quick story speaking of your your hair um i was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and and she's also working from home every day and her, um, her salon shut down a few weeks ago. I remember she called me and told me uh, how disappointed she was. They shut down. And, but she said yesterday during a video call with a bunch of people, she said, I'm not going back to work until my hair is done again. She's like, I'm not going back, which was kind of funny. So um, anyway, so um, Monday I got up and worked. And I remember telling you guys last week that I wanted to do two chapters a day. And, and especially the first 19 chapters, 17 chapters would, ever be, would be easy because I've already gone through them and it turned out to be really tough. Um, it wasn't hard. It was more time consuming than I thought it would be. So Monday I did chapter five at lunch, uh, Tuesday, chapter six, Wednesday, chapter seven, Thursday, chapter eight. I have 49 total chapters. I think it's 49. Um, I wanted to do two a day so that I could get done by the end of May or the end of April, but it's definitely not going to happen. Um, it just took a lot longer to do each chapter than I thought it would. So, um, but don't get me wrong, it, it, everything still worked out. So I'm very happy about that. Friday, I did not do any chapters, even though I was off all day. It was my, remember I said last week that work, um, they did like a furlough where we have to take two extra days off per month and they yeah. pay us, they pay us 10% off less per month. They're going to do that for a quarter, maybe two quarters, depends on how the economy goes, but it, it'll be fine. Well, it's better to have that happen than to have people get laid off. So I'm very happy about that. Um, and I have no problem again, because of the debt repayment plan, I'm all set up and, and okay with all of that happening. So, um, so Friday, what I did instead of working on the book was I had to get together all that information to submit to Stuart Bache for my book to cover. And that's going to be done sometime in May. So I had to get that done. Part of the issue there is that means I had to write a blurb. And as yes. most people who, who write blurbs know, it's the worst part of writing a book. It's, it's awful. It is um, awful. I also had to write a summary, which I'll talk about why that's different from the blurb in a minute. And I also had to go, go out then and find similar books that have covers or books that have covers that are similar to something that I like covers. I like for my book. That was really hard. Um, I, I, 
this book is a little bit different than book one, even though it's in the same series as where this character, she's traveling through time, but she's doing it by traveling through machinery. So the way that I set it up is her, she's able to travel through time and space, uh, space meaning, you know, on the, on the earth, um, anywhere where there's machinery that lets her do that. So if there's electricity, she can travel through that. If there's cell phone systems, she can travel through that. If there's um, just uh, a regular telephone line, she can do it through there, through that. So that's kind of how, and I'm, I'm struggling, not struggling, but I need to make sure the reader understands that. But it's hard to find books that have like, I don't even know how to explain it, like wiring or whatever on the cover where it's hard for me to even explain it. And I couldn't find any book that had anything like that. So I did find covers that I liked that talked about post-apocalyptic and female main characters because she's female uh, as the main character. But other than that, it, it was tough to find book covers I wanted. So that took me some time. Uh, the, the blurb actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. What I did was I went to... You know, I bought the self-publishing 101 from Mark Dawson a couple of years ago. And I know Brian Cohen does a whole hour in there on blurbs. I went through and watched that and he does it basically does a step-by-step. So I wrote it there and then I went to Brian Meeks and I, I know the way that Brian Meeks like to struggle, uh, structure blurbs. And I took what I had written based on what Brian Cohen said. And then I structured it the way Brian Meeks uh, said it. And I think it actually turned out really, really good. I really like the way that it sounds. I like the way that it flows. Um, I think it's even better than the first one I wrote for book one. Um, yeah, I think so, so too. Um, so what I did was I put it on my website for that book this morning, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And if you want to go and, and look at the blurb that I wrote, you can click the link. It'll take you right to the the page for that book. There's no cover there yet, but at least you can read the blurb. And if you do and you you have some pointers, you don't like it, you do like it, you have some tips, let me know. Email me, tweet me, whatever, and just let me know what you think. Um, the summary I had to write, this, the reason the summary is different is because the summary was for Stuart Bache, so he knew the plot of the book. He's got to know the plot, the characters, the locations, weapons, anything like that, so that when he goes to write the cover, or create the cover, he knows how to create it. So I had to write this, about a one-page Word document, which I think is way too much, but I didn't want to leave anything out. I talked about my other POV characters briefly in case... Maybe the cover would be better if there were three of them on there instead of one. I, I don't know. But I wanted to make sure I got everything in there so that he can then design the cover. So that's supposed to come out sometime in May. I don't know when, but I am scheduled for May. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that. On Saturday, I went through and did chapters nine and 10. And so that was my week. Today, I'm going to do two more chapters. And what I kind of figured out was if I can do, I actually have a planner, a, a physical planner that I bought back in January with the idea of using it. And then like all planners, I never use them with this one. I actually went in today and I wrote out, um, on each day in April and May, if I can do one chapter a day on days I work and two chapters a day on the days I don't work, I will get done by May 10th, um, which is a Sunday, I believe. Yeah. So on that Sunday, May 10th, I should be finished. That'll give me two weeks to go over it one more time. If I want to go over it, maybe look at my story grid, read through it, whatever before I have to send it to the editor on May 25th, which is uh, two weeks later. And she, my first book was 117,000 words. She had it for two weeks and that's it. That's all, that's all she needed for. She, she sent it back to me, just ripped apart, which was awesome. I didn't even go through it. I just accepted her changes because I was pretty confident that she knows grammar and all that stuff better than I do. Um, Cause I'm really terrible at that. So this time I, May 25th, I'm not going to release till June 23rd. 
My plan is to send it out to people on my email list on June 16th where they can get it for free. Talk about that in a minute. And, uh, and then June 23rd releases. So as soon as my cover is finished, I will have a pre-order up and ready to go with it. I'm looking forward to doing that. It's going to be kind of cool to see book number two out there for people to order. So excited about that. Um, in terms of my group promos. So um, I, the other two ended about a week and a half ago. So I am only down to just one book funnel promo. Uh, I have 155 downloads from it, from that one promo. And it started, uh, uh, a month ago, it started on March 12th. It actually ends today. Now that I think about it, it ends today. Uh, so I sent an email out yesterday, um, uh, talking about that promo. Um, basically what I wanted to say in the email was, okay, tomorrow's your last day to get books from this promo. Click the link and go there. I didn't do anything special. I didn't do like an AB split test. I just put freebies in the subject line and I got a pretty good open rate. My open rates of my last seven emails, which are the ones I've been sending approximately every two weeks. I did skip February because February is stupid. And um, <laughs> my, my open rate is somewhere between 25% and 33%. This one was my second lowest at 27%, but it was still right there in that, uh, that range that I've been keeping. I don't know what a good open, is 50% what you're striving for? Like, I don't know what a good open rate is, but I know that I've been consistently between 25 and 33 since I started doing this. Um, my click rate was actually my second highest click rate at 13.1%. Uh, the range there, I've had, a, I had a couple of, a couple of emails that only got like six or 7%, but most of them are getting 12, 13 and 14. So for me, it seems like if I can get 30% open rate and 13% click, click rate, I'm pretty happy. And I think that's kind of my, that's my baseline to once I actually have more, a second book out there, see what I can do to get that number to go higher. So, uh, and one of those things will probably be deleting off people who don't open um, like I did before I did that uh, two months ago, I, there were 33 people who I think were part of that spam May mm. of last year who had 10 mm -hmm. emails and none of them had ever opened or clicked anything. I just deleted them all. And, um, and my, it's funny, my open rate stayed about the same, which would make me think that my open rate has gone down a little bit, but, uh, it's fine. It, it, you know, again, between 25 and 33, one out of, between one out of four and one out of three, and then give me 13% click rate. And I think that's my baseline to start working to improve from, um, and then, you know, like I said, my goal is 500 subscribers by June 23rd when I release this book. So I, I joined another book funnel. These things are addicting and I can't stop doing it. I got an email with an alert saying, hey, there's a new one. It's put on by a company called Book Spry, which I've heard of before. Um, I think when I was investigating different email companies, they were one of the ones I investigated. So I, they, they actually put this one out there and... Um, it starts on April 20th and it runs through May 12th. So it's like about three weeks. And currently as of um, you know, 1030 this morning, there were only 17 books in it. So I'm actually kind of hoping to see what would happen if it's a smaller one, less books, less uh, e the email lists. You know, there's gonna be less email people because there's obviously less books, but I'm curious what kind of download. Does that mean that the people who open it, since there's gonna be less books, won't have as many books to go through, therefore, therefore they will download more books. I'm curious how that works. So. Um, okay. One thing I want to talk about is, you know, in the self-publishing 101, Mark Dawson said, give away book two, put book one out there, make it 99 cents, do what you're going to do with it, but give away book two, because the people that, that, um, read book one, they may or may not be sure if they want to, to, 
to read book two. And the hardest thing to do in a series is get people to go from book one to book two. It's a lot easier to get people to go from book two to book three, three to four, four to five, and so on. Because once they read a couple of books, you got them. You know, they're interested in the characters. They're interested in the story. Mm -hmm. They're going to keep going. But getting them to go from book one to book two is the hardest part. So what he said was, give away book two for free. Give it to your mailing list. That'll be an incentive to get people to be on your list. But also, um, it'll be an incentive. It's a way to get, get more people to potentially go from book two to book three. Now, I have, back when I had like 175 people on my mailing list, I was like, yeah, let's do that. I have 421. And I'm like, do I really want to give book two away to that many people? No. But I started thinking about it this morning. And it was like, okay, so most of the people that are on my list came from where I was giving away my novella. It's not people that read book one. So mm -hmm. the hope would be if I give away book two for free, which by the way, the way I'm writing it, it can be an entry point into the series. You don't have to start at book one. You can start at book two and then read book one um, because it's two different points of view. A lot of it is the same storyline. Some of it is new. Um, so if you read book two and you like it, you can then go read book one. So that's part of that hope where... Uh, most of the people on my list came from the novella. They didn't read book one. So if I give them book two for free and they like it, maybe then, especially the KU people who it's free to them just to download, mm -hmm. maybe they'll go get book one. It's also, like I said, it's a way to get people on the fence who have read book one and they get book two for free and they read it because it was free. Maybe that will get them to go buy book three because book three is not going to be free for anyone. It's going to be full price. It's going to be $3.99, maybe $4.99, depending on the number of words, but it's going to be $3.99. It's going to be out there. Uh, and then the plan is after book three is finished, hopefully I have that for release early November, I can take two months and write two novellas and get them out there that, that finish off the trilogy of the free novella. So I want to have three books in the series and then I want to have a three, I want to have a trilogy of the three novellas. And at the end of the year, sometime early January, I want to be able to release all six of them together as a box set um in KU so that's going to be about 1500 pages and mm -hmm. sell I don't know I, I see a lot of people do it where they sell the novel the, the box set for 99 cents of like six or seven or eight books and it seems to work for them I'm not sure I can't figure out why I know the page reads will go up because it's like 1500 pages but I'm not sure how putting the box out there for 99 cents helps I need to investigate that a little bit more so um but that's my plan right now and then I'll after that I dive into book four and keep going with the series so how many books in the series? Well, I've been planning on seven the whole time. And I know, I know people will say, and I've heard this on so many podcasts where they'll actually say, Hey, you know, you don't want to plan for that many books because if it doesn't sell well, people aren't going to buy it. You've wasted all that time writing books five, six, and oh. seven. If you don't have to, for me, this is not necessarily about the money. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is. I'm going to try to advertise it and push it. But for me, this is more about finishing a series. Like the whole goal for me with book one was to write a book. I wrote a book and mm -hmm. published it. How cool is that? Now I'm to the point where I'm, I'm like, okay, now I want to publish a series and I want to get seven books out there. It'll be a seven book series with novels. I have a plan. Obviously I have plans for three novellas in a trilogy. I have plans for a second set of uh, novellas in another trilogy. So that would be 13 books in the series. Once I get finished with that, I can work on selling it. I can also work on the next series and I do know what the next series is going to be. It's going to, it's going to carry over a couple of the characters from this series, but it's even more of a space opera. I've already told you a thousand times that you're the main character. Um, and yeah, and uh, it's, well, it's going to be a variation of you, but a lot of it is going to be real. Um, but it's going to be a bit of a variation because I have to put this person in space. I was going to say, and I have to make them interesting, which is kind of an insult. So I won't say <laughs> that because you're actually kind of interesting. So um, I, I will, it will probably be you 
and your family in space. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. I think I've already said that Jeremy is going to be an alien and not be human. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do with Paris or Kian yet, but I have ideas. But I'm pretty sure I'm literally going to write the four of you in space as my next series. Okay. Um, it's going to be kind of like a... The, the closest thing I can think of right now is um, Barry Hutchinson wrote, wrote a series called Space Team, and I really like it. I read the first one. I have the second one ready to go. I haven't read it yet. Um, but it's kind of a, more of a comedy. So the one thing that I haven't decided yet is do I want to make this a comedy? Do I want to make it dark? I feel like if I make it dark, I can make it more interesting. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like if I can make it a comedy, I can make it funnier and still be interesting. So I haven't decided which way I want to go with that. One of my favorite things is I love the, the Star Wars universe. I mean, I've said before, my, my favorite character in Star Wars is Ahsoka Tano, which is probably someone that you've never heard of. Hmm. And I love this wide open universe that exists in Star Wars where some guy can just come along and create a character that then be, goes into the canon. And one of my long, long-term writing goals is to write a Star Wars book and create a character that ends up in the canon. I want to do that so bad. And it could be 15 years before I do that, but I want to do that. Um, and the other thing that I want to do as a, as a writer is I want to have this giant world that other people want to write in. So what I want to do with this, um, this Lindsay Evanoff family series that I'm going to write, maybe that's my tentative title, is I want to make it this giant, um, I want to make it a book to book where there's always a, a story in each book, but I want this overarching story, kind of like the X-Files. The X-Files yeah. has Monster of the Week episodes, but it also has series stuff and there's this overarching series that, that it runs with. And that's what I want to do. So, and I already know which, I, I have at least one character, maybe two, but one character from the series I'm working on right now that's going to go into that series and I already know how he's going to get there. And I even hint at it a little bit in this book. Um, and so I, I, I'm, that's my long-term um, thing that I want to do. But in the short term, I want to finish this book. And obviously I want to finish this series. I don't care about sales with this series. My, my thought is, if I can get 13 books out of out there in this series and I can connect it to my next series. And by the time I write my next series, I'm a better writer and I know what I'm doing. And if that one starts to take off, maybe that one then will sell this one. Yeah. Uh, people will go back and read your first stuff. So I, I, I don't know. I, again, I'm still experimenting with all this and I know that's super, super long-term, but that's kind of where I'm at with this. So that I just want to, did that answer your question of how many books in the series? <laughs> <laughs> and then some, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So Do you remember um, that Facebook quiz that I did last week, and it and it said, um, "Who who talks more?" <laughs> uh, yeah, was it me? Was I the answer? Well, I I think my answer was um, I talk a lot, but I'm pretty sure Jerry talks more than I do. Yeah, I probably do. I can go on and on. I will always tell people that I'm introverted. Um, if I don't know you, I won't talk to you. But the minute that we become friends, I will talk until you tell me to shut up. So. You talk to yourself when nobody's around. So All you just time. talk. You just talk yeah. to talk. I'll pretend that I'm talking to the dog, but and I have a filthy mouth when I talk to myself. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Anyway. Alrighty then. <laughs> and then the last piece of news I have is just to let people know that my Facebook author got one more like. My my author page got one more like. So I'm at 106. Um, and that's pretty cool. I really like that. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet, but eventually I'm gonna do something with that. All right. So how about you? I want to hear now. I talked for like a good 15, 20 minutes about all my news. So why don't you take the next 15, 20 minutes and talk about your news? Go ahead. I have no news. Oh, geez. Um, Jeremy, providing Jeremy stays virus free, he should be out of jail upstairs, the upstairs jail. I hope people don't think that he's really in jail. He's not really in jail. He's quarantined. Um, for any new listeners out there, he's in the army. 
and he jumped from a deployment in Asia. And so he has to quarantine at home for 14 days. Um, we've not had any contact. The only time I've seen his face is uh, through FaceTime. Um, at night, it's so cute. Kian tells him goodnight through the door. It's kind of pathetic and sad, but it's cute. Um, so there's been absolutely no contact. I take a tray of food up to him once or twice a day. When I go upstairs to pick up the tray, I have some gloves on and I take it downstairs and wash it and sanitize it and everything. Um, so I guess my only news is hopefully, fingers crossed, this time next week, Jeremy will be out of his quarantine jail. Is it Saturday? Is that the day he can come out? Yeah. So Friday will be day 14. So Saturday, whenever he rolls out of bed, um, he can come out. Now that's providing he doesn't get sick. Um, but he, like I said last week, he was at five different airports on four different airplanes um, in uh, Okinawa, in Japan proper, San Francisco, Colorado, and Atlanta. So if he doesn't have the virus, all I can think of honestly is he's so, pardon my language, badass because he's been to war so many times that COVID-19 just fears him. Oh. So that's my only, if he doesn't get the virus, that's the only explanation I can come up with. And, and we're, we are what, uh, nine days in right now and he's showing his temperature is fine. Today is day nine. Yeah. Um, and so far so good. That's a good sign because usually the averages that I've been seeing on the news are five to six days. So See, and I've been seeing 10. So yeah. tomorrow for me is kind of like the telling day. Right. Um, but hopefully Saturday morning he can emerge from his cell. Okay. That's really the only news I have. Um, do you still have a, a list of future things to do? Of course I do. I don't do any of these things. So they're just there. Um, <laughs> I will say that when I turn my book into my editor on may what did i say may 25th the mm -hmm. first thing i'm going to do is go in and take care of the first item on this list which is create a web page for people who finish book one giving them an update on the characters before they start book two and then i will put a link to this web page at the beginning of book two it, it will be part of my front matter by the way when you when you sit down to format your book i can't wait for the arg texts from you where you say how much you hate computers over and over um i went in I went in, I forgot to mention this. I went on Saturday, a Friday. Another reason I didn't do any writing on Friday. I went in and I updated um, my first book. Tell me if you think this is a bad idea. I don't know if I, I mentioned this to you. I know I mentioned to the mom and she was okay with it. Um, so in book two, I have a character named Alec, A-L-E-K. And I realized that the character who he's associated with in book one, she goes on this rant near the end of book one where she names a bunch of characters and I feel like, well, wow, now with her backstory, she should have mentioned Alec. That should have been one of the first names on, on, her, on her tongue, and she didn't. So I went into book one um, yesterday, Friday morning. I added Alec to that section. I literally just added one word, I, and then I republished it with that in there now. So all the people that didn't have before, they don't have that. I have like seven paperbacks on my back shelf back there, and it's not in there. And it's like, is that going to be a problem? I, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know how that would be a problem. Just the people who, because nobody's going to, nobody that reads book two is going to go, oh yeah, I remember when she mentioned Alec, because it's such a, it's, it's yeah. off the cuff remark that she makes in book one. And there's a lot of, of characters, so yeah. people, I don't think people are going to like remember. 
Okay. So unless, I did that. Yeah. Unless you have a reader named Alec, they'll be like, oh, that's cool. She mentioned my name. Wait a minute. That's Where a was point. my name? Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if um, people that downloaded this through KU, let's say they downloaded it two weeks ago. I went and I go make that change. Does It doesn't update. I don't think it updates automatically on their device. I would assume they have to go in and actually, is there an update? Redownload it. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, huh. I'm not sure. You know what? I have it on my device because I'm in KU. I'm going to try that and see what happens. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so maybe I'll do that while you're talking. So, um, so there's that. And that's something I'm going to do immediately. The other thing I want to try to do, and I don't know if I'm going get, to get this in there because I'll have like a two-week period where the editor has the book. And I want to do a newsletter swap and I want to use story origin to do the newsletter swap. So I'm going to try to, if I can, I'm going to go into um, story origin during that week and try to set up a newsletter swap. So then book one comes out on June 23rd, it's in somebody's newsletter beside my own. And mm-hmm. I wonder, again, I don't know anything about this. I wonder if I can do more than one. I don't know anything about this. So that is something though that I want to do to have ready for book two. Again, I'm not going to do a lot of spending of money when it comes to marketing for book two, because again, I don't want to do that until book three is out there. I don't want to do that until I have yeah. three books out there and maybe even three books and the three, the trilogy, the novella trilogy, maybe I'll wait until, so maybe January of next year is when I start putting money into this in terms of really pumping money into advertising, but I will do bargain books, C and Robin reads and those kind of emails. Those did really remember back in January. I did that just for kicks. I knocked it down to 99 cents. I did a bunch of mm-hmm. email marketing. I spent way more money than I made, but it was really fun to see my book get to, I think it got as high as 14 in time travel. No, was that high? I think it got as high as 14 in time travel, uh, science fiction. So just to see my name on that front page of the top 100 was really cool. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do that again. I'll spend a couple hundred dollars doing that but I'm not going to get into the Facebook ads and the Amazon ads until I have a third book out there because I don't, I feel like you're not going to make very much money. If you're only selling two books, your return on investment would be more if you have three books. So Mm -hmm. that's when I really feel like it's probably time to start doing that. So, um, and then I have basically stuff on the on there forever. Patreon, autographed paperbacks on my website, record the first chapters of book one. Who knows when I'll get to those things. Patreon, I will get to at some point. I actually opened it up Friday and the very, I had the last place I had stopped was, um, where I had to put in, what are people going to, what, are, what do you want people to know about your page when they come to it? And I panicked and just closed it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but I will do that at some point cause I want to get that up there. So those, that's my list. What about you? I remember you haven't had things on the list. I, I I don't know if you did last week or not, but what, what do you got now? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to finish draft two and really it's just a matter of the last, I don't know, nine pages of chapter 30. Um, I will get that done either today or tomorrow. Um, I figure even if I give it to mom and it's not uh, the quality that it needs to be, she's going to help me get it there. I, I don't, again, I don't know what my stick is with this, but um, I do want to get that done. My diamond painting is almost done. I, I only have one more section to do. Um, so I'll probably finish that today or tomorrow as well. Um, I still need to do my city taxes and tax day is Wednesday. I need to get on that. Um, I want to plant, remember last week I talked about the aloe plant and cutting off a piece of the aloe plant. I needed to find cacti potting mix. I found some on Amazon. It's going to be delivered on Wednesday. So I'll be able to plant those cutoffs for Anna. So I don't know why I'm so excited about that. It's silly. Um, I also need to advertise for beta readers. Um, I want to get beta readers on this book by mid-May. Um, so I really, really, really need to get on that. 
So I'll have to make time for that this week. Um, but with the diamond painting being finished, then I'll have plenty more time. Um, that's my running list of things to do. And I, I just want to jump into the addicted to section because I have one this week. Oh, goody. Anna's cookie. Okay, so do you, you see my Facebook posts of uh, Jeremy's food tray, right? There's the yeah. cookie. That, yep. Okay. The best cookies I have ever eaten in my entire life. They are, I don't, I, I watched her make them. So I know she doesn't put crack cocaine in them, <laughs> but I can't stop eating them. They're like, they're cooked to the point where they're just cooked. They're not overcooked. They're not even, I mean, they're fully cooked, but they're not like, they're just delicious. And I think what the trick is, and, and she got this uh, recipe from her mom who got it from her mom who got it from her mom. Um, when she puts milk in the batter, she mixes the milk with apple cider vinegar to kind of like sour the milk, okay. which sounds really disgusting. They are amazing. Wow. And I'm, I've had way too many of them and I'm not exercising and I'm quarantined. And did you see that picture of, uh, oh, it was, um, Aquaman. And it says before the quarantine, and then it was uh, Fat Bastard from Austin Powers no. after the quarantine. Eating these, I'm going to go from Aquaman to Fat Bastard. Okay. It's, it's terrible. It's going to be like that picture you and I took back like eight or nine years ago for Christmas that we both hate. I love that picture. I don't know why you hate it so much. Oh my God, I look awful. No, you don't. Oh, you I look like, normal. Uh, I have like nine chins. <laughs> I look ridiculous. I don't usually look at myself in pictures and go, that looks terrible. That one is awful. I hate that picture. Maybe we're thinking of different pictures. It's the one where we're at Bobby's house and you're sitting in a chair and I'm kind of leaning down over your shoulder. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, awful. That's a great picture. Oh, it's awful. We should post it in the, in the notes. We'll, no, we'll just crop me out. <laughs> That'll make it a better picture. Um, my my addicted to um it's pretty much the same as before i will say i dialed back a little bit on the coronavirus stuff just because i've like watched everything like all the videos on youtube that i want to watch now i'm just watching the ones that come out every day which i like there's a guy uh from the uk john campbell i don't know who he is or what he does it does say doctor by his name so and it's on the internet so it must be true um i'm guessing he's an actual <laughs> doctor and he he comes out every day with these YouTube videos where he just talks about the numbers. I love numbers. So I do like his videos. There's a couple other ones that I watch. Um, I do have this, um, this routine now at night where, uh, I was watching Perot and Midsummer Murder. I was watching those every night. I'd, you know, eight, eight 30, I'd go over to my couch and sit down and re recline back and, and, uh, go to the Brit box that I subscribe to and watch a Perot. I'm trying to watch them all in order. And I love Perot. Um, and Midsummer Murder, I catch every now and then. I've seen a bunch of those, but I catch those too. But I added to my my viewing a TV show called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Have you ever heard of this? Yes, it has. Um, uh, uh, what's his name from Pitch Perfect? Oh yeah, um, you know Skylar if he's in it. You know if he's in it, there's going to be singing, and I love singing. Yeah. And Lauren I follow Graham him on Instagram. Oh, dude, okay. And then Lauren Graham is in it, and I'll watch anything that Lauren yeah. Graham does. Um, yeah. And then the main character is this girl. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. She was in Suburbia, which was a funny sitcom from four or five years ago that I liked. Yeah, so. it was her name, Amy. Is it Amy? Is it M M Emma? Emma, maybe. Yeah, I don't um, remember. Keep talking. Um, 
I'll I like that. You. Okay. I like that show. Um, I like shows like that where they're singing and dancing and it's a kind of a comedy, but there's some drama to it, which I like. Um, it reminds me of the shows I liked back in the late nineties, early two thousands, like Ally McBeal that I really like and, and some of those kind of shows. So, um, so no, we were added. both wrong. Oh, Jane, Jane Levy, Jane, Jane Levy. That's right. Cause I get her mixed yeah, up with, and- with the woman. Wasn't there a Jane Levy who was in Frasier and, she was um, Marla the Virgin in Seinfeld. Oh, I think yeah. her name was also Jane Levy or Levi, something like that. So yeah, Levy Levy. Yeah. So anyway, it's a really good show, and if yeah, you like, yeah, it has uh, uh, sorry, um, Peter Gallagher who I like, right. Mary Steenburgen I like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. That. It's it's really good. I've watched the first couple. I think there's been nine of them, so I'm trying to get caught up so that I can watch them. As although I don't really have regular TV right now, I'm just catching them on demand. So. Yeah, there's 12 episodes, uh, okay. but let's see here. 10 comes out April 19th, 11 April 26th, and then 12, it doesn't have a date here listed. Okay, so I, maybe they got half of a season. I don't, I don't really know how it works, but um, anyway, so that's kind of my addicted to. Um, how's, your, uh, how's your schedule looking this week? Do you get uh, chapter 30 done? <laughs> I will get chapter 30 done. All right. Um, I'm hoping that this week isn't as stressful as last week regarding key and schoolwork. I'm hoping that I kind of have the system down, the teacher's system down. Because last week, I thought I had everything done, and then I found out that he had art homework and eight pages of music homework. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping now we have this under control. Uh, tonight before I go to bed, I'll get on to the school site and in his uh, lesson plan for the week so that every day we know what he needs. Um, I am going to get chapter 30 and either today or tomorrow um, and, and get it to, to mom. Um, I'm also going to finish the diamond painting. Like I said, I just have that one section. So probably like five to six hours of work and that'll be done. Um, and then also this week, every day, so I'm not going to keep repeating myself, every day I'm going to work on some of the chapters for draft three and get those sent over to mom. I have no idea how long that's going to take me. Um, not gonna, I'm not even going to, I'm just going to do it as I do it and go. Um, Tuesday, I have one class at five, uh, key and schoolwork, of course, is every day. Wednesday, I have three classes in key and schoolwork. Thursday, four cat classes key and schoolwork and Friday three classes and guess what? key and schoolwork. So schoolwork Monday through Friday, work on draft three every day, finish the diamond painting. Um, Saturday, I have no plans. It literally says on my calendar, no upcoming events, oh. which hasn't happened in a really long time. It's probably good. If Jeremy doesn't get sick, he'll be coming out of jail that day. So we can just kind of hang out and do family things. Um, and that'll be nice. Um, I, did I tell you, because I don't remember if this was last week or this week, um, Ollie saw Jeremy? No. Did I tell you about that? No. Okay, so my our dog, Oliver, he's an Australian Shepherd, and he is just Jeremy's dog. Like, he, he's been loving on me the whole time Jeremy was gone, but I know as soon as Jeremy comes out of jail, I'm going to be chopped liver. The dog is going to just Jeremy all the time. So I don't remember which day it was. Um, Kian was in the back of my bedroom and it's a humongous tub. So I sit in my bedroom where I can see him. I mean, I realize he's nine and he can play in the bathtub without drowning, but this bathtub is humongous and I'm just not comfortable leaving him in there by himself. Um, so I was sitting in my big red chair 
working on my computer. Kian was in the tub and um, I, I had already fed Jeremy, but I put something else outside his door and I don't remember what. And I texted him and I said, okay, you can get it now. Cause we were like in the bedroom. I didn't realize that Oliver was in Kian's room. And when Jeremy opened that bedroom door, Ollie came out of Kian's room and saw him and Jeremy had to just and ignore him. Wait, 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 you, you're, you broke up there. Say that again. When he came, Ollie, Kian's room and they saw each other. Okay. Yeah. And so Jeremy picked up was and just went back in the room and completely and so Ollie came down into the room and he looked at me and he's looking in the hallway and he's looking, he's looking in the hallway and Jeremy's texting me. He's like, I had to ignore the dog. He was so upset <laughs> that he had to ignore the dog, but he can't go to the dog. So yeah. it was somewhat traumatic. Uh-huh. Um, so Saturday having nothing to do with it. Um, Sunday podcast, laundry and more of draft three. And that's my week. That's funny. Cause your, your week sounds a lot more repetitive than it normally does where it's starting to sound like mine where you're like, Wednesday, same thing. Thursday, same thing. Because mine is today, I'm going to do two, two chapters. Um, and then every day, Monday through Friday, I'm going to get up at 6.30. I'm going to work from 7 to 11.30. Do at least one chapter at lunch. Uh, work until 4.30. And then after work, and this happened last week where there were a couple times at 4.30, I would log off work and I'd open up my, my, um, my Scrivener, which I'm using now. And um, I'd have to finish the chapter. So, you know, maybe I'm three quarters of the way through or 80% of the way through, I have to finish it up because I want to get it done that day. And then Saturday I'll do two chapters and I'll keep that um, going. And hopefully mm-hmm. by May 10th, I've got, uh, I've got a book finished. So any, well, that's theoretically my, my days are the same and structured, but you know, next week when we're sitting here doing the podcast, I'm so exhausted listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. So that, do you have anything else? That's the podcast. No, that's all I have. All right. Well, if you, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me my website, jerryevanoff.com. Email me, jerry at jerryevanoff.com. Find me on Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and all those places. If you were to friend me on Snapchat in the next two hours, you'll see me make a, a um, hash brown casserole later on this afternoon because those are the plans. Yeah. Uh, my belly right now is full of hash brown casserole and it is happy. Yeah. You know what I had after I ate a huge bowl of hash brown casserole? What did you have? One of Anna's cookies. One of Anna's cookies. Yeah, I could see that coming. Yeah, Yeah, I suggest you get on Snapchat and you follow because you're going to want this recipe. It is, it's like eating a little bite of heaven. Oh, wow. Plus, you would have seen everything about my neighborhood yesterday where I grew up and everybody's houses and because I snapped like for an hour, no, for like 10, 15 minutes, but a lot of stuff into Snapchat yesterday. (laughs) For fun so felt like an hour you didn't mention the pool where the pool was i was thinking about it because i was looking up at the garage thinking about saying something about the pool but i was more it was more about the people that were on the neighborhood when we were growing up than it was the area yeah so. yeah and um i think you failed to mention too that the pony they used to tie him way in the back and and the pony would poop in our yard but then we that. had the great dane at the time and the great dane would only poop in their yard oh did we train him to do that no, I think he was just mad that Bucky always pooped in our yard. That's fair. I would be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, you can see my website at lindsayevanoff.com. Email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash author. Instagram at lindsay 
author and on Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. So if you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page and until next week. Thank you for listening and happy Easter. I forgot to say that the first time. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.